All right, welcome to another episode of Real Estate vs. Technology. I'm your host, Norman Kinsey. We have a co-host, Mr. Dan Gandy. Welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here for this one. Dude, right? This is an awesome one. We have someone, you probably know this already, as soon as I drop the name. The Massive Agent Podcast. If you heard of it, if you haven't heard about it, you got to check it out. We have Dustin on the show with us. Welcome to Real Estate vs. Tech. Dustin, we're excited to have you today, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate the, the nice, warm welcome. Yeah, of course, of course. And obviously, you do a lot more than just that. Real estate professional, national speaker, the whole nine. But that, the podcast is what sticks out for me. And I know before we got online or on, on air here, I was just like, hey, man, like tell us some context. And that's why we're so excited to have you on the show to kind of just break things down and figure out like, where did you start? You know, where, where, where did all this come from, from the beginning? So that's what we want to get into with the show to kind of learn more about you and your business. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how long you've been in the real estate business, what made you get in the business? What was like that first thing that was like, I'm going to get into podcasting. I'd love to just hear your story, man. For sure. Yeah. I'll go over the evolution because it certainly has been, <laughs> yeah. it, it's been quite the evolution over time. So um, I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah. I've been an agent for going on 11 years and I got into real estate because I was watching house flipping shows on TV, like nice. flip this house, you know, the, the guys in Atlanta or Armando in, in Texas. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm like, wait a minute, I could make $50,000 a week, like just flipping houses. This looks so easy. And, and I'm like, well, I know it's not that easy, but those numbers are pretty big. And at the time I was like working in car washes and, you know, call centers and, you know, all those dead end dude jobs. Yeah. Um, that was what I was doing. And, uh, and, and so it was just crazy. And so I got into real estate and linked up with my, um, my broker at the time that the brokerage I was with for the first eight years, I was an agent. And he, he had flipped like 500 homes, four or 500 homes. Wow. And so I saw him as a mentor and he's like, well, if you're really going to do this, you need to get your license. So I did. And I'm like, cool, I'm just going to be a flipper and I'm going to, you know, make a million dollars per year right off the bat. Easy. Yeah. And, uh, didn't quite happen that way. Uh, it's, it's not for me, it was not nearly as easy as I thought it was going to be. But, um, once I had my license, my broker or someone in his office referred a, a buyer to me to help them buy a condo. It was a short sale back when those even existed. Wow. Uh, you know, anyone yeah. who's new to the, to the industry, they're like, what the hell is a short sale? <laughs> well, that's all we had back in 2011 in Salt Lake was short sales and bank owned properties, REOs. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I helped this client. And at the end of the day, like I, th- I think I walked away with like $1,100, but it was an actual freaking paycheck. Yeah. And I didn't really have that before as a real estate investor. Um, so I'm like, that's cool. Maybe I'll lean into this. And so I linked arms with some other people in that office to do this team. It wasn't mm-hmm. really a team. It was just a couple people in the same location. Uh, ended up being a great thing in hindsight uh, because they, you know, I got mentorship. I got you know, guidance that would have taken me years to, to figure out because I, yeah. I was not the person that I am today. Like I, my mindset was broken. I just... I don't know. I was, I was much younger and I needed handholding at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to build credibility with my network that I just didn't have. And I didn't have a very big network to begin with. Yeah. So 
Um, I start going through the motions and I'm, I'm just struggling though. Like I'm following what they're saying to do. I'm door knocking. I'm cold calling. I'm wearing my stupid little name tag in the produce section and trying to, you know, trying to hit people up and talk about real estate. Cause that's what my mentor was showing me how to do. Mm. That's what he did. And I hated all of that shit. Like every second of it, I just hated because that's not my personality. And when you're doing something that doesn't align with your, your strengths or your, your likes, you're just not going to be able to do it long term. Mm-hmm. Like it may work, but if you hate it, at some point you're going to give it up, or you're not giving it your all because you freaking hate it. And and so, about three to four years in, I was really struggling. Like I couldn't pay the bills, and I'm like, "What do I do here?" And so I just Googled how to get real estate leads, and nice. and came across a blog from Easy Agent Pro, the website company. And they were showing a bunch of little tips and tricks on how to get your own business to come to you. And it was just a a paradigm shift for me because I was used to chasing and convincing and like, Hey, I'm a great, like I'm the best realtor ever. You need to hire me. And, And trying to just do that with as many people as possible till someone finally said yes. And they were showing that I could attract business. And so I'm like, well, that's interesting because I'm chasing it. So if that's real, if that attraction thing is a real thing, that's for me. Like I can do that. And, and so I started learning about attraction marketing. I launched a website and, and I started blogging. That was my first entrance into content marketing. And uh, my goal was to be found on Google whenever someone local was searching for an agent or homes for sale. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up getting a client organically after about three months or so of doing that. Nice. And, and it validated everything. So I went, all in on that strategy is something that I had to borrow money to do just to launch that website. It was, it was like, I want to say it was like 600, 700 bucks. I had to borrow that money, but that's where I was at at the time. But it was the best thing I could have possibly done because it put me in the right direction. Mm. And then, then it just became, how do I do more content and how do I get more people to see it? Yeah. And that's where a lot of people screw up is they, they just do a video and they think that that's it. Well, you've got to get people to see the video. You know, there's, there's a, part, <laughs> yeah. a part two to this. <laughs> now, if it's really, totally. Now, if, if it's great content, it's easier for people to find it because others will share it and all that, but you still mm-hmm. have to promote the content you create. Yeah. And through that process, I fell in love with marketing and social media and lead generation and all of that stuff. And so I, I mentally, I had this shift where I'm like, you know, I, I'm a marketer that sells homes. I'm not a realtor that just does marketing. I'm a marketer who sells homes. And when I started to look at myself like that, everything exploded. Like I just started to do well. I was leaning into everything. I was learning and progressing quickly. Wow. Um, it, I, just, I got to the point though, where even though I was doing well, I, I had a, a young, our first kid at the time, He's seven now. So, you know, young kid right around that time. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate being gone every afternoon, showing homes during rush hour. And I just started looking for like, how, how can I leverage my time to still have a great income, but have a great lifestyle that goes with it all within this industry. And I realized there's so many other agents out there that are struggling to have a breakthrough yeah. that if, if I could just show them what I had done and, and how they can use they can follow the path that I'm on. I might be one or two steps ahead of them, but I need to show them what to do. And then I found a business model that I can do that and I'm compensated for it. And so now I can just, through, through the podcast and the coaching program and a few other things, 
I can do what really fulfills me and gives me the lifestyle I'm looking for. And that's just to support other agents and helping them to sell a shitload of homes so that I don't personally have to do it myself. And, and so it's been a lot of fun, quite a, quite a progression over, over the last you know five years or so. Wow. That, that's amazing. That's I love how, yeah, I like how you just like, oh, I'm going to flip and make a bunch of money. And then you like learn the hard way, found out that wasn't the case, then found out like, okay, here's the secret sauce. And then you're like, all right, I'm having some success, work-life balance, want to have freedom and time with my family. Let's just duplicate this for other people to follow. Rinse and repeat. I love that. That's super cool. So then the Massive Agent Podcast, like, how did that kind of play into it? I mean, I know mm. you guys have been doing this for three, three and a half plus years. And so you, it, you seem like you built this system now. And also being an EXP, I'm sure you have an amazing system. And EXP has models perfect for it sounds like what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a the business model there has allowed me to build what I've built in the way that I've built it, mm. and just gives agents so much, so much more flexibility to do something that aligns with them rather than what the industry tells them they must do, because yeah. you can be successful any way you want. You just have to be in the right seat and have the right foundation that will allow you to build what you want. And so, yeah, I happened to find that, you know, with, with the EXP, with the brokerage I'm at. Um, what was the first part of your question? And then and like <laughs> the podcast, like tying all that yes. in. Yes. Okay. So uh, the podcast was right when I started speaking to other agents and, and I realized, okay, this is a great way for me to get referrals um, that's really all I was thinking of. And it was fulfilling me. Like it was nice to be able to help other agents that were in a shitty position like I was in. Mm. Um, and, and I was just doing it for referrals and, and fulfillment. So I'm like, how can I reach more agents? Cause at the time I was speaking to agents and building an audience through Snapchat um, and yeah. then, um, a Facebook group. And, and so I'm like, well, I'm a marketer. I want to do all the things. And I'd been looking at podcasting and I'm like, I need to do a podcast. Why? Well, it didn't even click for me until New Year's Day 2018. I was walking my dog on New Year's night, listening to Pat Flynn and his Smart Passive Income podcast. Yeah. And yeah. he was talking about the power of podcasting and what it's done for him and the doors that it's opened and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, why, why would I wait any longer to do it? Like, this is what I'm looking for to reach more agents. So I launched the show January 2018, and I've done an episode every single Thursday ever since. So we're at 190, wow. 194 just came out today. Nice. And, um, wow, and so, congratulations. thank you. It's, it's been, it's been great. It's been, um, probably one of the most powerful things I've ever done as far as audience building and connection with the audience. And that's opened doors to, you know, the brokerage I'm with and, you know, the, the, the coaching and all the stuff that, that I do to support agents is, um, you know, has really come from the podcast and the exposure that, that wow. it's that it's given me. It's been fun. Wow. That's amazing. That's awesome. So I only have one more question before we go to the mix up round, change camera angle here in a, in a second. What's the best part about what you do now? Now that you've figured out your secret sauce, you're, you're coaching these agents, you have more mm. work life, time freedom. What's the best part about your day and what you do now? I love that question because I wasn't prepared for it. And so I'm just going <laughs> to go with, with what comes to mind first. There's no limit to what I can build, how mm -hmm. big it can build, mm -hmm. um, how much... Like I, with what I'm doing right now, I can build a true business that doesn't need me to operate outside of recording the podcast and some videos that I have to be in. Yeah. I can create an actual business and that business is helping others build an actual business. 
Mm. And, and so that is really freaking cool. I feel like I found, um, I, I feel like I've, I don't know, like I have an unfair advantage. It's weird. Um, <laughs> just because I found some mentors that had a lifestyle that I aspired to. And so then I, I've been able to, to link arms with them and they just, they're just like, well, just do what we're doing, do this. And I put my own spin on it because I don't want exactly what they're doing, yeah. but I want their lifestyle. And so I'm taking the concepts they're teaching me and I'm just doing it my way. And so, and it's, I work with some really, really amazing people. It's a very fun and fulfilling uh, career that I have right now. And, and there's just so much room for infinite growth. It's, it's exciting. Like the, to me, that, yeah. that's, that's my, that's the best thing about it. It's just the, the limitless potential. Wow. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. When you said that, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, my mother-in-law was picking up my daughter. She'll be three on the 15th. And we were just getting into it, having some fun. I was actually doing some reels with her on her Instagram, getting her started real young. And she wanted to just keep playing. And I was like, oh, I wish I could just be able to stay and play with her all day and not have to yes. do meetings and just have that like freedom to then have the business and everything working for you instead of you always having to do you know the work yourself. So I don't oh, know. absolutely. I love that. Well, Dan, go ahead and take it away with the mix. Yeah. I was going to change up the angle and uh, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it, man. Well, there's some things that resonated with me. I think that's let, let's kind of dig into that. There are going to be some gold nuggets for everybody. Uh, one is the power of video and its evergreen capabilities and mm. being able to attract clients. Uh, you brought it up. It hit a, it hit a note. Uh, about five minutes before this call, a gentleman called me. I uh, can't see this. That's the list of all the properties he owns. Uh, he calls me, he says, I saw you on YouTube and I want you to list all my investment properties. I'm liquidating my entire portfolio. Wow. Is he in you California? Meet? No, he's in, okay. uh, he, we're up in Oregon, but, um, okay. Wow. He's like, he was like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you, can you meet me on Saturday at so-and-so location? And we'll go take a look at a few of them and we'll kind of talk about a game plan. And I was like, wait, stop for a second. Uh, cause I know this podcast isn't about me. It's all about you. But he was like, I was like, where did you find me? And he's like, I saw your YouTube video talking about selling investment properties. And I was like, boom, instant ROI. If I can land that, that'll pay for my video production for five years straight. Mm -hmm. So what, what is the power of video? What are the, the, what is, what can, what can you tell everyone about your experience with video and, and how you can help other agents from that perspective? Great question. And thank you for sharing that too. That's, I love hearing that stuff. And it's not like, that's not the exception to the rule. That stuff happens when you're consistent with putting out content. It happens as long as you're authentic. Yeah. If you're, <laughs> if you're all polished and scripted, like, and here's why it doesn't work if you're polished and scripted. It's the personal connection. So it doesn't matter if you have 15 views or 15,000. Obviously, you want more, but uh, <laughs> if you have 15 of the right people following you, yeah, then and you're making a connection with them, they're deciding in the background without you even knowing that it's happening, they are connecting with you and, and making a judgment call that they like you and that they want to work with you and you're building credibility. Mm. So video is better than face-to-face -face interaction and it's oh. not even freaking close. It, for example, if you wanted to talk to a thousand sellers, What's the fastest, best way to do that? Knock on a thousand oh. doors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> make a thousand freaking cold calls, or do a video that took you three minutes to record that reaches a thousand plus people. Yep. And then you do it again and again and again and again. And every video that they're they're 
seeing your personality. They're seeing how you say things. They see you speaking with your hands and your facial expressions and all that stuff. The personal connection is magical and it only happens through video. It can't happen through the written word. It, it can happen a little bit through audio, but when you, when you can see and hear somebody, that, that's magic. So that person, you're, you're not the only video out there that, that's talking about selling investment properties, but something about you connected with them and they reached out to you. That's normal when you create content consistently. I love it, man. Uh, and then in terms of technology, like what have you, what do you see in terms of being able to leverage your time, right? Managing team, creating that lifestyle that Norman was talking about, like what technology has helped you get there? Uh, Zoom. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, there's, there's no like amazing special tool. It, it's where I'm at right now is finding good people that I can outsource the stuff I don't have to do. Uh, so I need to outsource to them. So finding a decent assistant, transaction coordinators. If you're a realtor and you don't have a transaction coordinator, you are making one of the biggest fi financial mistakes ever. If you're still cutting your own grass, one of the worst mistakes. You have to, you got to start with figuring out how much you earn per hour, how much you're worth. Let's say it's $100 per hour. If that's the case, why the hell are you mowing your grass when you could pay somebody $40 to do it? Why are you driving 10 minutes to save five cents a gallon on gas at Costco when you're going to save, what, $1.50 and it took you 20, 30 minutes to do? It, you just make different decisions. So you have to think of it that way. And then you have to find people who are better at whatever it is, like doing your QuickBooks or uh, putting the paperwork together, a transaction coordinator, or even having somebody put your signs up and take them down and key boxes up, key boxes down, even showing agents to show properties. You find people who are better than you and and then build a business and a system. So then the technology is there to help that happen. Like Zoom is great. Like my assistant lives in Houston. I'm in Salt Lake City. Zoom, text, FaceTime, phone call, like all the same ways you talk to anybody you know, it is going to help you build a team. So your iPhone, calendar, notes, um, Zoom, like it's that's easy. It. That's yeah. it. It's an easy equation. I, I get that a lot of times when people are talking, you know, smack on EXP and this isn't a plug for EXP, but people are like, oh, you guys don't have an office. And I'm like, your office should be your damn car going to listing appointments. You shouldn't be worried about an office. You can do everything on your phone or your laptop anyways. So you, you hit the nail on the head about being efficient with tools and, and being able to connect all those dots. Those people don't have to be sitting right next to you. That's right. Uh, There's multi-billion dollar companies that have been built virtually. Yep. So why can't you build a you know, $50 million real estate business that way? Mm -hmm. You can, you just have to get out of your own, um, you know, the way you've always done things. Like the, the, the no, no physical office thing that's not even real. First of all, you can get a freaking office if you want one, you know, <laughs> if you want an office, get an office. Um, but do you really need one? Do you really need one? And most everyone that I work with in my team don't need one. They might use one every once in a while for certain things, but you just have to change the way you approach the business. That's it. Yeah. Oh, totally. Last question. And we'll wrap it up with Norm. Uh, for an agent who's just getting started, maybe just got their license, you know, I heard all of those things that a traditional, you know, I've worked under a traditional broker, like you need a door knock, you need to go to open houses. 
what would be the biggest one, two or three pieces of advice you could give a new agent right now that's getting into the business and, and really wants to see trajectory uh, to start seeing an ROI on actually giving this career a shot? Start building an audience and, and gathering contact info from the people who already know you. So the people who already know you is obviously a smaller group than those who don't know you. And you have to keep building those that know you. The, the familiarity right there is, is huge. Now, if you're getting into the business, this is what I tell new agents that are looking to join my team. It's like, okay, right now, but like while you're studying for your test, be reconnecting with people, get their email addresses, get their addresses, you know, gather your database and build it up as big as possible and meet new people to add to your database. And then start figuring out what you want to do and how you want to do it. You know, you have to do some form of social media content, mm. something. Is it video? Is it written word? Is it podcast? Is it reels or TikToks? What is it? And then let's figure out, okay, then where do you want to work? What part of town do you want to sell homes in? Who, who's buying those homes? Who lives there? Like, where are they? And then and you kind of reverse engineer what you want. I started the opposite way where I just thought, okay, if I could just sell some homes, that'd be great. So I'll make my farm area all of Salt Lake City. <laughs> the dumbest things I could have ever done because your marketing that, is spread everywhere. Yeah. So stupid. Right. What I should have done is taken a one mile radius or smaller and said, that's where I'm going to focus all my efforts. Um, but you've got to start with what you want your life to look like, what you want your business to look like, what kind of homes you want to sell, price point, what your schedule you want that to look like, and make sure that you're in the right vehicle for that. Some brokers or brokerages or teams are better than others. And make sure that you're following somebody, that you have a mentor that you can connect with that's that's where you want to be, not just with sales, but with their lifestyle. Because there's some miserable pricks that sell a lot of homes. Um, <laughs> and you guys have... You guys know. 100% no. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of people that they have big numbers, but they're broke. They're broke because their business model's broke. And if they're, and they're still personally producing, that's not a sustainable business that I want any part of. So make sure that you're picking the right mentors as well. Wow. Love it. Thanks, man. That was a great round. Of course. All right, Norm. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Dan. I appreciate it. And uh, so question I have for you, a couple last questions before we open up the floor to you, uh, Dustin, is so let's talk some data case studies, like some success here. So what has came up for you in regards to maybe like a story, short story of an agent that did exactly like you said, like what does your ideal business look like and, um, and what type of success do they have and how long did it take them just to give some of our listeners and viewers some context? That's a good question. I, I help agents in a bunch of different ways, but just today I got uh, a message from one that I work with, not on my team. This is just another agent in the industry. Um, I just received my first ever phone call from social media. She said she saw me on Instagram and wants to know if I can help her find a house in my area. That wouldn't have, I didn't think that was possible a week ago. Mm. And she was posting on social, but posting the wrong stuff. It was all real estate or all Canva quote pics and no pictures of her. And she made a slight adjustment to where there was a human being involved. There's a person that people could connect to. There's more about who that person is, the community, all of that, and a little bit about real estate. And boom, all of a sudden people are following her and and like, like oh yeah, like you seem fun to work with. Let's, let's hire you. Um, so it can happen in a week. 
Um, it could happen in a few months. It depends on your strategy. But um, any agent that is struggling, any agent that's, that's struggling or is so burnt out that they, um, they just, they're like, they need help. I love working with those people. They're different situations, but they all involve a shift. And usually it's a gradual one. Um, it's, it's usually, you usually don't have to go in 180 degrees. Usually it's like a five degree little adjustment that you make that makes all the difference in the world. So I love working with agents like that. And I, I hear it all day, every day. It's, it's, uh, it's cool. But it starts with a decision that you want more than what you're currently getting. If you're not willing to do that and then take action on it, then nobody can help you. Wow. Exactly. I love that. I love that. So last question I have before we open up the floor, technology. It's, it's came up for a lot of us. We all have hear, heard it before. Is technology going to disrupt the real estate industry? Oh my God, what's going to happen? Like yada, 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 yada. What's your take on technology like disrupting this real estate industry? And what do you see in the future for, for real estate and, and how technology is affecting it? It's constantly disrupting our industry, but not always in a bad way. You know, there's so many things that have come out that have helped us as agents do our jobs better and more efficiently and faster. And I believe like blockchain technology and whatever else is just virtual reality. It's going to help us do a better job. It's also going to bring costs down. So it's going to make transactions less expensive. Um, but I don't know. Like I, I believe that there's always going to be a place for the real estate agent in such a complex transaction, I think there's going to be some some streamlining and automation. And you know, uh, when that happens, all of a sudden some some profit centers are going to be removed or squeezed. That's happening already, and that will continue mm-hmm. to happen. But any decent agent who who can get in front of the community and be remembered, like if if you, nobody knows that you exist, you don't exist. If you're not showing up <laughs> in the news feeds of your community. You literally don't exist to, to that community, but your competitors that are showing up in the news feeds and all over the internet, they do exist. So if you can just get there, you're going to be just fine. There's, it's such a big industry. So many homes being sold, two sides to every transaction. It's, it's the shitty agents that are going to get, get squeezed out or the, the, or the ones that are just doing the wrong things that are making the wrong decisions. They're being lazy. They're being complacent. And they think that what they're currently doing today is is going to be good. Like, oh, I just work off referrals. Tell me how that, tell me what your business looks like five years from now. If, if that's literally all you do, it's not going to be good. I love it. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> You've said so many things that we've echoed in our own businesses. And uh, I'm saying this because I love when it's coming from somebody like yourself with 12,000 followers on Instagram. And you're saying things like, try working off just of referrals, right? I've been saying like, run your business like you would never get a referral ever again for yes. years to my friends and my agent buddies and and it's starting to resonate. But hearing it from you just justifies everything that we, we've been preaching to everybody. So thank you, man. Yeah, really I love it. it. That, 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 yeah, that is amazing. I really do love it. And it's like, you've already said so much. So this next question is going to be kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to say redundant, but it's like, what would be the last thing you want to leave for our viewers and listeners before we close out today? There's something that you've wanted to build, something that you know that you should do that you just haven't because you've just let your busyness get in the way or limiting beliefs or whatever it is. Whatever you are being pulled to do, 
please start taking action in that direction. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, maybe you can't have it done by Monday, but (laughs) maybe you can, maybe you can have it done a month from now. Like you'd be surprised. So um, the sky is the limit. You can, you can have an amazing lifestyle, an amazing income, an amazing uh, work-life balance if that's what you want, if you choose to, but you have to be bold enough to take action. If you're in the wrong brokerage, if you're with the wrong team, if you uh, have the, the wrong mentors, then change. Nobody can do it but you. It's amazing how many people, they just, they're like, nope, I'm great. But they have no idea what else is out there because they're good. And if so, stop letting good get in the way of great. Start exploring other business models. See what other people are doing and what else exists, and look at the fast-growing concepts out there and see why they're growing fast. You may decide you are in the right place, but at least you'll know, and then you can triple down on it. So, just be bold enough to make a change if if one's required, and do something. Do what you want to do. Made it to the end. Well, thank you so much for watching Real Estate vs. Technology. We hope you found value, especially something you can apply to your real estate business. If you could do us a favor, we would appreciate it. A thumbs up. If you subscribe, hit the notification bell. You'll be notified for new episodes coming out. And comment below, what the heck did you learn? If you want to join our Facebook group page, there's a link right here. If you want to be featured on Real Estate vs. Technology, send us a DM on our Instagram page. We'll see if we get you on the show. So, take care. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you on the next one.